Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Unpack your knives and stay. Yes, stay. Welcome, everybody, to another slash final episode of this season, of course, uh, of the Top Chef Wrap Up. I am Haley Strong. I am here today with Kurt Clark. Kurt, welcome back. Thank you. And um, in honor of our final podcast about the series during the season, I am drinking some premium crafted Canadian maple syrup soda. Ooh, a- that sounds delicious. Is it like a Quebec maple syrup? Uh, it's made in the USA. That's nice. hilarious. Nice, 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 nice. Um, Coke does have a um, like a maple syrup one they sell in the glass bottles here. There's also this other brand that's like a Quebec brand. Oh gosh, what is it even called? Give me one second. Cola maple syrup. Yeah, I think I think this it is pure cane sugar. It'd be nice if it was pure maple syrup. Um, but yeah, at the uh, the local the downtown market, which has a bunch of little boutique shops. There's a soda pop shop and I I get like a six pack of random one offs, like a chocolate soda. I have a peanut butter, jelly soda. I had a horchata soda and I got a, I thought of you when I saw the Canadian maple syrup soda and I thought I would just drink this on our broadcast. It sounds delicious. Underreported. I love pop. I love pop. I drink at least one Coke a day. And I love it very much. Please don't judge me. I know it's not great for me, but I have so few other vices in my life. Please just let me have this one. Uh, one, I doubt that that's true. Two, uh, you call it pop. So you, all is forgiven. And because that is the correct term for it. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to say soda and like sound like I was faking it, you know? Yeah. Soda. Please. Soda. It doesn't even sound real coming from my mouth, eh? Soda, the, and the 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 comment about I doubt that's true is about that soda is sorry oh gosh oh that I have other vices yeah, yeah. you've got to I mean I've, maybe. maybe I do have a lot of wine in my basement I was gonna say wine was probably been the first thing I mentioned yeah and like I, I don't want to be judged for that either I do work in the wine industry and it is um you know one of the perks perks of the job is that you end up with your own cellar. In your weird, crappy basement. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, as somebody who regularly indulges in his own vices, uh, food, escape rooms, um, staying inside. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
I feel yeah, like I told minutes. somebody recently about your bacon toaster too. Maybe it was Ethan that I was like, yeah, oh, the bacon Kurt toaster. Has, Kurt has a bacon toaster. Yeah, the funny thing about that is that I so on like April first, I, I signed up for the Bacon of the Month Club. Mm-hmm. It didn't hit me until last week that I only got like the April shipment, and I wrote them, oh. and they were like, "Oh yeah, you fell out of our uh, system, so you, you'll we'll start we'll re up your we'll we'll ship the next your second one on Monday." I'm like, "Okay, no, no, not a problem," but I think I should get at least a free pack of the bacon out of that. Yeah, it seems, and it seems weird that yours just like fell out of the system. What did you like not update your credit card in time, or just like? No, they said it just fell out of their system. Like, That's so weird because usually yeah. I forget to cancel <laughs> things like that, and they just show up at my door, and I go, "Oh, my bad." Yeah, this is one of the ones where you have to actively renew like, it. You, it doesn't mm-hmm. auto renew either. So weird. But I mean, good for yeah. in some instances, yeah. not fantastic in all instances. Yeah. So. We'll be getting some bacon this week, it looks like. And uh, so bacon, I got my Canadian maple syrup soda, and we've got the the finale. You're the finale. Um, uh, I have I have one question and one comment. How long was the episode for you? The episode was an hour 15. Okay, interesting. Um, because Ethan just started the regular one on our DVR instead of going to the Hey You app and watching, like, the long one. So I felt like a little whelmed by the finale, not by like the food or anything. It just all felt pretty rushed. And I think maybe it's because I watched an hour long version, not an hour 15 version. Um, but there wasn't a lot for them to do. I like, know, but I feel like usually finales feel bigger or like feel more I just didn't feel like like I feel like we even rushed through like the dinner pretty quickly yeah I it did like maybe I'm wrong about it being an hour 15 I thought it was but um yeah it, I whelmed is a good way to phrase it as much because I, I love this season so much and I just thought the finale was fine I thought the meals that all three contestants presented were fantastic and super interesting. I just felt like the episode itself was just a little like, eh. And maybe it's because I watched it last night after like a super long week, so I was a little tired. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Um, I think the only thing that I took away from the finale was like after the first course, I was like, oh, Buddha won. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yes, I did accidentally spoil myself. Before watching the episode last night that Buddha had won, but also watching the episode, I was like, oh, it doesn't matter that I was spoiled because it felt very like, here we go. And not yeah. in like a bad way. It's not a, it was not a bad thing. It's just, I think. No, no, not at all. He, he just was the third of the people I was rooting for. And by underreported again, you came into the finale with all three of your people in the finale. So yeah. They, we kind of knew that you were going to win going into this. Yeah. Uh, and I think I used up all of my my draft luck for a while. I'm sure when The Bachelor comes back, I will absolutely be demolished in that draft. Mm. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not alone in thinking that. Like, I was a little like, what was there? Like, was it me? But okay. Interesting. And it was really like for the finale of Top Chef Houston, they go to a completely different state. And I know they've done it before, but it's just Tucson. like Tucson. Have we gotten your? I don't know if we've got. Have we gotten your opinion on Tucson yet? I. Um, oh yeah, you told us you have stayed in Tucson. Yes, I stayed in Tucson when moving back from Los Angeles to the Midwest, and I visited. Uh, there's like a little. I don't know if it's like a soundstage that they also use as like a tourist trap called Old Tucson, where it's like gimmicky Old West town sort of thing. We like visited that like the summer between third and fourth grade. So mm, we did like a drive around the U.S. for a summer vacation. And yeah, that was always my dream. But that's all I know. Vacation. I always wanted to do like a drive around the U.S. or Canada, but we always just um, went to wherever my brother's baseball tournaments were. <laughs> Those were my road trips. It was, you know, I got to go to a lot of weird cities in Ontario and along the eastern seaboard. So, you know, not everybody gets to revel in the the beauties of 
Asheboro, North Carolina for a summer, you know? That'll be the way that we do. Although, I assume that you've, you've seen the the rumors. Do we talk about it on the show? The rumors about the next season? About the international season? Yeah. yeah. We, I think we chatted about it a bit. But did you see anything else about where? No? No, it's probably going to be Canada. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's going to be a Euro destination. I feel like maybe it was you who had me convinced they were going to Europe or something. I don't know. I feel like Canada is too obvious, but you know, I would be thrilled. Yeah. No, that, that, if they can pull that off, it'll be nice. Um, they were already ready to talk about next season. I know, which makes me sad because I love this season so much. So let's, let's pop into this, into this one. Um, it, you know, we got the challenge, cook the best meal of your life. And I thought this was kind of cool. I, I think it's to stick with COVID protocols. Once you're out of the bubble, you're out of the bubble. But each person got to select who they wanted as their sous chef um, to cook instead of doing like the knife draw and getting to pick. And they just flew that one person in when they originally said, oh, we've flown in like your sous chef. And I was like, oh, you get to just pick anyone in your life. Like I'm picking Eric Repair as my sous chef, please. And thank you. No, it was former contestants from this season. Um, in, in a shock to nobody, Buddha picked Jackson. Um, I thought that was a fun buddy cop pick for him. Evelyn chose Joe. That was fun to see. And Sarah chose Robert, which I was a little surprised about. Um, I, it makes sense because they were like the besties at the beginning of the season. But girl, you and Robert went out together. Like, is that what you want here? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. How did you feel about, how did you feel about the way they selected the two chefs? Um... First of all, I was like, what the hell? Why are you picking the guy who has no taste buds? <laughs> Good point. But then Padman was like, can you taste now? He's like, 75%. Yeah. It, like, he, it was still. Um, we saw a lot of early people. Yeah. Which was, was a surprise. Nice. But cool. It was Very like, cool. I, I did have to look up Robert's name. Um, I, ooh, sorry, Robert. I love you. I called him that guy she got eliminated with <laughs> yeah um and then and so it was good to see him again got a little bit more of him it was good to see joe again and i love jackson but i was just like why are you picking him <laughs> <laughs> just maybe he has like the actual technical skill like buddha needed he could just say i can taste it it's not a problem just you go for it I, I and, like and and Hey, to be fair, Jackson was not running a dining room, so why not? <laughs> fair. The uh, I I did like like you know we sent them all home. You're just going to give them a call at home, and then we'll fly them in. It's like you know what? Let's keep that simple. You know? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Eh? Yeah. Um. So 
Yep, they have to make a four-course dinner. Uh, that is it. They do uh, some prep. They go to some grocery stores. And then the finalists get invited to a nice ranch dinner prepared by all the judges. And Tom's many episodes, that. That, or many outfits this episode all worked for me. All yeah. absolutely worked for me. And I've, I forgot that this has tended to be more and more of a thing in this latter seasons where it's like, yo, you've been cooking for us. We'll cook for you. That just seems like it would be a joy to be a part of. Oh my um, God. Yes, absolutely. I want to eat all of their food. Uh, do you think Padma ever feels slightly intimidated that she's cooking with all the other people? Or do you think I was, now she's a chef enough in her own right that it's chill? I was, I was actually wondering that myself. And I think that she's like, it's, it's not like you are a, as a chef in a restaurant and you have to handle like she's just cooking. She's just cooking like she likes to cook, you know, and I think which is appropriate for this area, for this, for this specific setting. Like, so I don't think the fact that she doesn't have the, um, the chef title per se, who is a hindrance here. I mean, neither does Gail, right? So I guess not. And they were, so I think, yeah, they were, they were just kicking it around and having a good time. And yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was fun. Um, and then we go right into the next day. So each of these three chefs, I thought, had a pretty cool vision for their dinner. Evelyn's was very much like reminiscent of what she is a childhood, kind of like, you know, an ode to her childhood. Uh, Buddha's was very much uh, family focused, um, you know, featuring dishes dedicated to his mom, dad and brother. And then and, the city of very, New York and not his wife. But OK. And very twill forward. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Lots of four dishes. If I'm his wife, I'm pissed. I didn't even get like an honorable mention for a dish. Like what? Not even like uh an amuse bouche or anything? Like come didn't, on. Didn't he get like the engagement pasta dish? Like back Yeah, sure, but I mean that was weeks ago. What about this one? <laughs> what did you do for me every today? Every time I want yeah, I wanted to I want a dish dedicated to me every time. And and Sarah's was like, use the whole food. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. I thought that was a really interesting concept. Um, so let's they how do you okay, what would you prefer? Yeah. The one dinner to be served like in a whole or to have the three dishes like easily compared to each other? In terms of if I was sitting at the table or in terms of how we're gonna talk about it? Uh, no, no, no. Like if you were sitting at the table, yeah. what would and I think watching hmm. if if they came to me and said, Kurt, you're going to be a guest judge in this episode, but we want your feedback on should we eat all of Evelyn's dishes or should we eat all of the first courses? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, I would it would be great if they could somehow do it so that they're staggered in time and you can get, if it was supposed to be a four course progressive meal, mm -hmm. I would have liked to have seen all done all of Elvin's dishes, then all of Buddha's dishes, then all of Sarah's dishes. The only downside to that is you're going to be so full by the time you get to Sarah. Yes, so. And I think part of it is like, as a viewer, it's nice to see how they compare just because it yeah, doesn't, it's true. you know what I mean? Because then I have a better understanding of how, how they compare. Um, yeah, and this way, like, and this way, they basically had four services yeah. versus the other way would have had to have been twelve services. Yeah, and like that's individual just a courses. Long day yeah, um, yeah. I just, I don't know, because it's such like a progressive focus. I would love to see like the vision be complete in a more comprehensive way. I guess for me, like, it feels broken when it's like, okay, here's all of our dishes. Okay, here we are again. I don't know, just, but I, I mean, I see the benefits of both both styles. So yeah, I think they because when they kicked off, I was like, oh, they're going to be like, how can you like if you just wrapped up Sarah's second course, how are you going to then follow up by eating Evelyn's third course next? You know, yeah. but they're but they're all out there. They can talk about yeah. them. I but you're right, I did like the being able to like okay, they walk away to get their second course ready. They, they run talk. away, Kurt. They, they run, run away. away. Buteran. Buteran. I they, would not be running. I'd probably be accidentally. Leave. And um, and then while they're 
getting the second course ready, they discuss the first course and you get to hear kind of the head to head comparison. So Mm -hmm. I I guess this way was probably the most ideal given the circumstances. Yeah. I also think it kind of played into me feeling like everything was a little rushed. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think we should talk about each menu in its entirety. Okay. Sounds good. So let's start with Evelyn's. Uh, her first course was, was a scallop crudo with prickly pear and citrus broth, sweet potato and crispy quinoa. I love when that first dish is like super uh, light and like, uh, I just like almost like sweetish, like light and airy and not super heavy. Like I don't want to start a meal off super heavy, especially when I have to eat 12 courses. Uh, underreported, Kurt may have bought a fifth of prickly pear vodka over the weekend. Oh, look at you. The holiday weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Um uh yeah, but yeah, it's this this sounded pretty good. But you're out on the scallops like you're not super seafood or what? You're looking oh, for something. I I no, I like scallops. Actually, like scallops and sure it's fish I'm not a huge fan of. Um I mean, I'm not sure how the scallops and the sweet potatoes would go together. I try it, but this isn't the uh, this isn't what I necessarily would have chosen of the first. First, if I if it was a should should we actually just do like the courses like Evelyn Buddha and Sarah just so we can we can compare kind of sure yeah sure, let's, let's do that, do that. Let's, let's do, do that. that um okay so then Buddha made a hamachi with sauce vin jaune caviar and apple sweet potato bees and then Sarah made a venison and beef heart tartare with sourdough miso and smoked butter so which of the three are you picking i would have gone for the it would have been a hard choice between buddha and sarah but i know i just said that i can't see sweet potatoes going well with scallops i don't know if i can see sweet potatoes going with hamachi but it's just the bees like i think it's more of like a cracker like a little sweet yeah, potato true. cracker um, but I'm a big fan of tartare. Um, so actually, I think I would have gone for Sarah's. Yeah, see, I, I think I have to go to with Evelyn's in a perfect world in which I'm not allergic to scallops. Like that is uh, that is like a perfect, like light, brothy kind of dish that I'm looking for. Um, I wish Budo's was a little prettier, I guess. I don't know. I thought it looked, it felt a little Look, it got the job done for him. You know what? He still, he got the check <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, I think this was, was this the dish that was dedicated to, to his brother? I think it may have been. Yeah. The- and I, yeah, I loved, I loved Buddha's, um, like continuation with the little like tweels throughout the service. I like the I'm really intrigued by the combination of like the caviar apple and sweet potato bees. So that I would have like I guess you're probably rude to like just pick like it's not like picking french fries off of somebody's plate next to you. Like I'm gonna just pick your caviar. Um but that that combination did intrigue me. But the the venison and beef heart tartare, this there's something about that that has me intrigued. See, I'm out. I I don't love a tartare. That's fine. That I I do, however love bread so i would very much love the bread and smoked butter yeah this this i was really intrigued by a lot of things in her menu um and it's just like whatever you have in the first course you probably be seeing remnants of it in the upcoming courses so yeah that's true um in the second course uh evelyn made crystal dumplings with shrimp and corn corn broth hoja santa oil and crispy garlic this was just gorgeous. That looked and amazing. It, oh, I wish I think this was the dish. I wish she served it in either like a flatter bowl or a lighter bowl. Like a, a lot of it was color. below the surface, or and it was a very dark bowl, and I felt like it didn't highlight how beautiful and clear her dumplings were. We don't often talk about how things were served. I mean, there was like the whole fill up in the plank of wood situation, yeah. but other than that, we haven't. That's a good call. You because usually I, I feel very like pleased with their plating choices. Um, but this was one that it just it weirdly stuck stuck out to me that the bowl was just too dark. Mm-hmm. I just felt like it didn't, you couldn't really see how like I love I love in dishes like this when you have like a flattish white bowl. <coughs> Sorry. And you can like 
see the colors of the oil on the broth and you can see like the vegetables or like whatever you're using, like really pop off the plate. And I just don't think this bowl did it any justice. Mm -hmm. Um, Buddha made a Penang laksa with cannelloni, lobster, king crab, and carrot butterfly tuile. I love a laksa. I think last week I, I said that Tom Yum was like up in my top soups. Laksa is also there. Um, and you know, I love a lobster and crab. And then you can F me up with a cutter, uh, carrot butterfly tuile too. Uh, you know, the, again, it was here was like the the, the cannelloni, lobster, king crab, and carrot butterfly twill sounded tasty to me. It's like I could be in or out in the laksa. We'll see. I just love like the th- like thick, creamy soup like that. Just like really flavorful. I love soup, man. Like soup is just like such a perfect food. I need to remember that for when we get to our what did you eat this week? Ooh, did you eat a soup? We'll see. <laughs> um, and then Sarah made squash dumpling with corn husk broth, miso, hitacoche puree, and three sisters salad. Um, I like Thomas' comments. Like, like the three sisters brought a couple cousins with them. Like there was a lot going on in this one. And this and this was also where didn't Richard uh, Robert, sorry, make the squash dumpling, like the dumpling, and it was like a little thick. It was a little thick. And yeah. I feel okay. So I think Sarah's order is a little interesting here. And I think part of it is, I think this makes sense as a second course because so often you have a pasta as like a second, secondi in like traditional Italian eating. Mm. But I feel like having a veg based dish come after like such a wild meat dish is like, Weird pacing for me. Yeah, the other thing is like you would you would have swapped the first two courses. So what I think or, would have made more sense is have like not have dumplings in the first one, do something else, and then have like a a venison and beef heart dumpling in the second one, and make like that your pasta, okay. and like do something slightly different in the first one. I, I don't know what that is because I'm not a professional chef. So moving um, that, moving the heavier dumpling to the second, or the, sorry, the heavier proteins to the second. Yeah, course. I think so. Like kind of combining your pasta course with that interesting protein and doing something just a little different and lighter, just like tartare on its own seems like heavy to me. And then a venison and beef heart tartare just seems really like to pack a punch. And then we're almost kind of, backstepping a little bit to go into like mm-hmm. this veg based dish. So which of these three then was like, was it the <laughs> laxa that was most? Yes, absolutely. Buddha's Buddha's course is what I would be ordering for See, sure. I, I would have gone for Avalon's the, I love dumplings. Um, but then there's more going on in her dumpling than Sarah's dumpling that mm-hmm. was drawing me in. So the shrimp, the corn, the, uh, the oil, the, the, the oil, the crispy garlic, especially the crispy garlic, like just injected into my veins, that crispy yeah. garlic. Oh my God. Yes, please. (laughs) Um, And then in our third course, um, we have Evelyn with her braised goat with curry mole, nopales and spiced squash seeds. Buddha had the Mongolian lamb with eggplant puree, asparagus, miso roasted eggplant squash blossom and eggplant tweel leaves. Mm, Squash Uh, blossom was my college nickname. And then uh, Sarah made a rabbit um, valentine with apricot, chestnut, and herb salad. Um, Mm. I thought, okay, so I think Evelyn's dish could have been prettier. Right. And that was, and and then we also had Stephanie at the table. You know, she's got the girl and the goat restaurants in Mm -hmm. Chicago. Um, And if I'm remembering correctly, it's like, I think, Stephanie has said, well, the goat could have been a little bit better, but... Yeah, so they thought it was cooked really well. They just yeah. felt that the that Evelyn uh, didn't take the opportunity to really infuse her goat with the flavor of the curry. They think it should have been cooked in the curry itself, and Evelyn came back with, well, you know, I didn't want the goat to get too soft or whatever, but I think they're right. Like, I think you want to not just 
coat the goat in the sauce afterwards, right? But um, Give me the soggy goat, please. Soggy <laughs> goat all day. Curry mole. It just sounds That's so awful. unbelievable, right? Oh, I lo- love underreported. It's like there's like a different like condiment or sauce from every type of cuisine that is like Kurt's favorite for Mexican cooking. Mole sauce. Give me mole sauce all day. I yeah, love Ethan's, me a mole. Ethan's a big mole guy too. Like oh. this, he was very into this. The, that's why it would have been it was it would have been tough for me to choose like moment because it's especially in West Michigan like when I lived was when I was living in oh, Chicago and LA it was pretty easy to come across you know good mole dishes not so much in West <laughs> Michigan it doesn't not not we're just even coming across oh mole yeah. dish yeah. um and and so it would have been really hard for me to turn down the curry mole but on the other hand I love a good Mongolian fill in the blank with your protein Mongolian. I love Mongolian beef. Um, love Mongolian pork. I've and never had was, Mongolian lamb. And this was just gorgeous. Like the sauce itself looks so deep and rich. Like I just wanted that as a soup. If I'm being perfectly honest with everyone, I just wanted as a soup. I'm out on asparagus. And honestly, none of these three proteins I'm like, like dying that's for? true was there some like added element of the challenge was like and your third no beef, must be my friends with, yeah. must be with an unconventional protein um goat lamb and rabbit yeah the I, I, q2 of 2022 is when i have also kind of fallen into exploration of eggplant uh, in terms of, I, I had some great baba ganoush, and I was like, "Oh my god, is, I love baba ganoush!" Yeah, this is amazing. And so, I, so between the Mongolian lamb mm-hmm. and the eggplant, versus just the presence of mole uh, and the spiced squash seeds, sound good too. I don't know what if I would go with Evelyn's or Buddha's here. I, I think I have to. I think I go with Buddha's. I think I have to too, only because my first course was Sarah, my second course was Evelyn. And you want to have it rounded? Yeah, like, I don't know if I'm picking Sarah's dish for any of my picks, honestly. Like, I'm really proud of Sarah, and I think she did exactly what she wanted to do. I just felt like each dish either was just not up my alley or had an obvious issue. You know what? Most of it's just, like, not up my alley. Um, I would have tried the the, rabbit. I would not have. The rabbit Valentine was just not appetizing to me at all i also just have never seen a valentine that i'm into and i feel like same girl i I feel like people should stop making valentine on top chef when has there ever been a successful one it's like risotto you just don't make it you don't see buddha top chef super fan making a valentine it's it's the it's the um the tall guy the the terrine you know yeah a valentine (laughs) or a terrine just i'm out i just don't love the idea of either of them honestly they're not for me it's fine that's you know what to each their own if you love a valentine i'd love to hear why and you know um but i would love an apricot chestnut and herb salad that sounds delicious (laughs) that's like there's a lot of these where it's like the the headliner of the dish the headliner of the course i'm like eh and then the also starring apricot chestnut and herb salad like oh Tell me more. I would have bought tickets to that. Yeah. You know, so that that's actually a common theme through many of these dishes. Yeah. I also, we also forgot to mention another through line uh, of Sarah's menu was using miso in every course. And I feel like as much as I love the sentiment and that she's like wanting to, um, you know, highlight her friend's product, I feel like you should either do nose to tail cooking as your menu or miso cooking as your menu i feel like doing both ran her into some problems because she was trying to do so much which like i I get because it's your top chef finale meal you want to throw everything at the wall um but you almost have to edit yourself down and be like okay what is the menu that i want to do yeah it 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 could be it could come off as well i couldn't decide so why Mm -hmm. decide and i don't think that was it but that's kind of how it could have been read um. So yeah. So you, you're. I'm. I'm going with Buddhist. Dish. So am I. I think I'm. Yeah. Where I am too. Um. And then, uh, for the dessert course or the fourth course, everyone made dessert. I love that they did. It drives me nuts, and I don't know why. <laughs> In a Tasha finale meal, when people don't make desserts. 
I would have just been like, fourth course, can I get you a coffee? <laughs> That's it. Fourth course yeah. is a cup of coffee. Even like a cheese plate. Like I'm fine with a cheese plate, but just like, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know. Let's say, say I, a little traditional. Fourth like, course, make it a like dessert. A I yeah. like a sweet, you know? Um, and honestly, it seemed like the desserts were the stars of everyone's menu, which was really cool to see. Yeah. Uh, Evelyn made a bonello with quijita, panna cotta, cardamom cream, pitaya, and persimmon. I feel like we've seen the bonello. Was it in before. the doppelganger challenge where they? Yeah, I think so. Because I remember her like trying to bang a, a crispy snowflake out of a mold. Yeah. And I think I think in the one where they had to make the um, the copycats of mm-hmm. the the dishes. Um, I'm seeing if I can quickly go back and I think it might have been the one one of the episodes where I wasn't here and did not take notes on it in our in our sheet. My bad. I take bad notes and never put them in the sheet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought we'd seen that before. Um, which is fine, and it's yeah. what she wanted to do. But and she did something like slightly different with it. Uh, they she was panicata was a little too firm. I think they were just grasping at straws by this point, like to really kind of, um, you know, even out the dessert because they were pretty even desserts. Honestly, right. um, it sounds delicious. I'm not gonna sneeze at any of these. Good. Um, Buddha made a pumpkin pie meal foy with pumpkin custard, cream chantilly, maple caramel, and pumpkin spice cake and pumpkin leaves. I thought this was just absolutely stunning. I wish he had like four left less of the um the the twill leaves on it because I felt like he he like made it so beautiful and then he hit it all. Well, it's like you had to like jump into the leaf pile with your spoon. I guess, but I think it was just a little, little busy. Usually, I feel like Buddha just absolutely nails the presentation. Um, and they were maple leaves too, weren't they? Were they a mix? I remember some were maple leaves. Uh, yeah, I don't. In visual, I, I just like it. it I think they I were all maple that, leaves. Yeah, and that's a nice also visual tie-in because, like, even though they were pumpkin maple just leaves, like fall. The, the maple caramel also like it all. Yeah. It all kind of tied together. This was. This is the one I would have ordered, but I would have been very curious to try Sarah's. Uh, yeah, I would have been, I hopefully wouldn't have been dining alone. And I'd be like, I get this one, you get this one, and we can try both. Yeah. Can you just bring a bunch of spoons, please? Yeah, just yeah. one yeah. spoon for everyone. Um, and Sarah made an acorn cake with buttermilk ice cream, calypso bean, miso, caramel. Yeah, like you said, I'm really stuck between Buddha and Sarah's desserts. Um I love I love the idea of like a deconstructed pumpkin pie. And I bet that pumpkin pie mix is a little less like heavy. Like sometimes that's my issue with pumpkin pie is just it's so dense. Like I love a like light fluffy dessert. Um, and I guess this pumpkin cake, there was too much of it or it was a little dry or something. And then Sarah's cake was apparently just absolutely gorgeous. Buttermilk ice cream. Like, hello. The And I think Eric Repair was saying that like, I, I would not. I do. I would never have tried acorns. <laughs> and then, but the the think he liked the acorn cake. So, yeah, I mean, I'm really just really curious about that in terms of how that would taste. Me too. Like, is it like warm and nutty, <laughs> or was it like an acorn squash? Like it was straight up acorn. Mm. It was straight up acorn. Interesting. Yeah. I just assumed it was squash until you said just like acorn but well, because i think they would have said like i think it was said acorn squash yeah you're right. right i just i projected that and now i want to make an acorn squash cake like you can make a pumpkin cake right so i'm gonna i want to make an acorn squash cake i'm gonna try it not until fall but i'll try it and even the, the caramel for her dish just sounded good too just to just say yeah all those sounded good they were all beautiful menus if you are picking one menu to have start to finish what are you choosing um uh, just FYI you can apparently I'm just looking up acorn cakes they're made with acorn flour which is a thing oh cool um hmm I would probably go with me it would be between Buddha and Sarah uh, oh really looking, if I'm looking at them I would you know what? I probably would have gotten Sarah's. Just because it's a it's a little more out of left field kind of thing. A little more out of left field. There's elements in each that I know I'll like. Whereas like the first two of Buddha's, it's almost like 
right off the right off the bat, there's something from Sarah, the mm-hmm. the the tartar that I'd be interested in. And then like I I like squash. I would be intrigued by the rabbit ballantine. I'd be intrigued by the whole dessert. So I think between and there's just a lot to read for Buddhists. <laughs> so I'd be like, there's just so much he- here. You're like headlines. Here I am. Thank yeah. you, Sarah. Come on. So girl. I think I think I think I would have. I think there was enough of interest to me in each of Sarah's dishes that I would have probably gotten with gone with that the four courses. How about you? I think I'm going with Buddha's. I'm very much like not that interested in his first course, but the but the last three I'm like very into. Um, my second my second choice would be Evelyn's right. and then Sarah's, but I, I thought his was pretty impressive. Um. And it was obviously impressed the judges because he he won, and it felt like a little anticlimactic, did it not? It it did. And, and did you notice that judges table that you had like the 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 three sous chefs off to the side and Damar just randomly standing there? Damar was there. Oh there my god, I did not notice. I did not see Damar. I had oh to rewind. I was like, wait, there were four people standing off to the side, but there were only three sous chefs. So it was like the three sous chefs and That's Damar. Really funny. Um, that's really funny yeah well it's probably because he got eliminated he in the Tucson. yeah yeah. But, um, yeah it just seems so wild but all right or wait was his was him was his elimination in tucson did they go yeah. to okay yeah i can't wait. remember if they went yeah, to it was t- last episode right yeah i think so i could because i didn't podcast on that one yeah nick was the last eliminated in texas then they packed their bags went to tucson did the elimination okay um yeah, it, it was a little. I, it was. It was. It was just weird. It was yeah for a season that felt so like beautiful and like big and bold. This like just kind of felt like a little bit of a whimper of a finale. I it did, and I'm thinking it's like we just had so many good people. We had like three great people at the end. Mm-hmm. We had so many good people leave, but I think it's like maybe what was fueling my enjoyment of the season was the range of people. And maybe when it just got down to three, it was just like, well, it's a little harder to, to tell the it's, it's, it's less of a, um, uh, a company of players. It's, it's less of a, uh, a, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. I know what it is. It's there. It's like, it's, it's less about like this. Like in, um, You wanted an ensemble. Like it was about. That's the it. That's ensemble. the word I was looking yeah. for. An ensemble cast. Yeah. It was it, like, I loved the ensemble cast of top chef. It's just that when we got down to the last few episodes, you don't really have an ensemble. You have a few star players mm-hmm. and I liked the ensemble. I mean, the star players yeah. are, are stars, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that was it. But the, um, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was good the the reveal and stuff um so yeah i don't know it yeah. just feels like it's like wah, wah. yeah that's kind of how i feel too and i was kind of just wondering if it was just me but not that i'm glad that you also kind of felt the same way yeah. but like i'm glad it wasn't just me you know yeah it was it was um i don't know it's I don't. Yeah, I just, I just can't put words to it. So I'm not going to try. No, it was, it was, it was a, it was a great outcome. I wasn't, he wasn't the one I was rooting for, but you, know, he did great. And like I said, after the first course, I was like, I just think Buddha's got this now. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I said it last week, but I would have been satisfied with any of these three winning, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, we got to the end. We did, and you know, congrats to Buddha. We're thrilled for you. Yes. And what's coming? What what do you think is coming next season? What's like? What's it, what's it, what's your best guess? What do you what do you feel like is going to happen there? Um, if I'm going to draft off of the news of international location slash locations, I would love to see something along the lines of, uh. Like Top Chef, European vacation. I think yeah. that's what we're. I, I I think you've convinced me on that. Like, I would Chef love that. Trip. Like, in, or even like spend two episodes. Like, pick pick five like did, or six yeah, countries. Like we did Top Chef California, and we went to different regions in California. Like, I yeah. think I could easily do that. Pick five to six nations. Spend a couple episodes in each nation. Like this was a fourteen episode season. 
pick five nations. You could spend like three, you could spend three, two to three uh, episodes in each country. Mm-hmm. So um, that, that, that would be fun. I, I, I'd enjoy that because if you, you could get some very specific themes yeah. and then you, then you don't get chef Jim Smith going to Luxembourg and checking out the whole foods layout. In Luxembourg. <laughs> I uh, bet Jim would though. He would, he probably would. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for what we have on the horizon. I think the shift, um, the shift and focus that we've gone in the last few years of really fighting for inclusive seasons has really done an absolute wonder for the show and has breathed new life into it. And I, I, I find that. Um, we're getting to see some really beautiful and interesting stories. Like, you know, I know there was some concern going into Houston about some of the um, the 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 laws and, and the views on, on certain aspects of human rights and having Joe kind of um, talk about being a queer person in Texas and what that means to her and what it looks like to her. I thought that was um, beautiful and interesting. Not that I obviously think that places should be assholes to gay people but uh you know just seeing hearing joe's stories and hearing everyone else and just it's been really gorgeous just a really gorgeous season and i'm i'm thrilled to kind of keep going in that direction agreed the and and i was also thinking like this was such a lovely cast we've now had like several consecutive seasons of not that Top Chef tends to cast, you know, you know, boring folks, um, but it's like they, we've had some like stellar cast the last couple of seasons. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Are you watching the current season of Drag Race All-Stars? Um, like, not super well, but I have. But you dabbled. know the structure that nobody goes yes. home. Yes. Oh, that interesting. Would, that would be an interesting way to run uh, Top Chef. And for those that aren't familiar, there are eight contestants, I believe, on the latest round of Drag Race All-Stars. But instead of it being an elimination week to week, there is two basically points up for grabs every week. There's a top two and they grab points. And then I believe at the end, like the top four point getters will be battling it out for the title. Um, and it'd be kind of interesting to do the same thing with, with Top Chef, I think is like, let's, let's, it would have been great to have like, our our eight favorite people from the season just be here the whole season mm-hmm. and cook every week. It's just that every week they, there's a different kind of top two or top one or top three or however they want to structure it, and it's a point based system to see who competes in the finale. Um, I don't know that could be a, that could be fun. that is that is a cool idea. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I wonder if like Drag Race if it if if it's better suited for uh, an All Stars version. But I think it would be interesting for sure. I'd like. To I think it. That. I think it would be because you'd have to put a lot of faith into them having gotten the casting right. Yeah. At least now they have like some like evidence to go off of like who kind of the fan favorites are. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? St- by the way, I completely missed who won the Top Chef fan favorite. Oh, I don't know. I, they never like air that in Canada because we can't vote for it. Let's take a look. Let's do a quick Google. Top they used, they I always were, forget about it. Top Chef fan favorite. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Tune in to watch what happens live on Sunday, the fifth. Uh, let's see here. 
We're sorry, voting's not available in your location. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I know it. that. Uh, who is the fan favorite prize? Uh, come on, just it was. It came down to Damar and Evelyn. God, I hate this article with the fire passion <laughs> of a thousand suns. Just tell me. Um, uh, during the Damar won fan favorite. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Well deserved. Yeah. So does Latanya get the points for that? Yeah, sure. She gets some points. <laughs> she, she just gets the consolation prize. Yeah. I don't know what that is. So, Kurt, what yeah. have you been eating this week? Oh, so other than the Canadian maple syrup soda, um, I found a soul food kitchen uh, near me called 40 Acres. And I got some, <laughs> I overdid it. And I got some gumbo with andouille sausage, Ooh. which was my soup comment from earlier. I mean, those it's soup adjacent. Um, <laughs> soup adjacent, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so good. So filling that I did not need the two sides that I got with it, which were mac and cheese and sweet potato. Um, I also especially did not need the flight of grits. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love, I love, I love the idea of a flight of grits. Like I love, give me a flight of anything. Actually, you know what? There's a restaurant in Niagara that does a flight of coffee now, but they're like, full size like i would i would have no stomach left the, i would have no stomach and like i'll probably have a heart attack there's a place here in grand rapids it's a flight of pizzas i know they think there's a place locally that is a flight of bagels so there were the house grits which were shrimp and spicy smoked tomato puree there were the northern grits which are shrimp sweet savory glaze whole grain mustard and white 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 wine and then there were the southern grits which was shrimp, cream, Asiago, Parmesan, bacon, pancetta, and peppers. Uh, they didn't come labeled, so I don't know which one I like the best. Do you think I'd be able to say, oh, this is the one that had the bacon? I wasn't certain. Hmm. Um, I, th- I think I know which one had the tomato puree. That one was not my favorite. I think the northern one with the sweet, savory glaze, the white wine. Uh, but yeah, it was like any one of those grits is $15. The flight was $15, so I can't right. imagine... I know how big those light containers were, so I can't imagine it was just like what a heap and mess of northern grits I would have gotten had I uh, ordered that way. And then they also had these, um, basically it was peach cobbler, like an egg roll wonton wrapper. So it was like a crunchy wonton, but filled with peach cobbler and a caramel dipping sauce. Um, For those who are not the million dollar patrons in the video, you didn't get to see me do the dipping hand motion. We'd be banned from uh, some countries. I swear that was dipping. but I got something else at the same time. And I was like, I, had a, I, I got all of that. And then I had something else on top of that as well. And I can't remember what it was, which makes me think I'm having some sort of food induced amnesia. Um, but because you ate so much of it that so you're just so like, it. It. yeah, um, no, actually I ended up having to have the, the sweet potato, the, and the two, two of the three sets of grits for lunch today. Nice. Because I couldn't finish, I couldn't finish everything yesterday, um, and it's been a, a Blue Apron week. I've not oh, done nice. Blue, I've not done Blue Apron in like five, six, seven years. I can't remember. It's been a lot of Hello Fresh and Marley Spoon. Uh, made a couple good chicken dishes. Made a good kind of spice, spicy beef pasta dish tonight. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, it's 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 been a lot of food. It's been a lot of food. Yeah, I had a big food week too. Like we, I told you before we started recording, but this is probably like one of my bigger social commitment weeks in a very long time. Um, And because of that, we didn't do much cooking. Like we just ended up having like no groceries in the house. We're like, well, there's no point in going to do groceries because like we're not going to be home. Um, So last week Ethan had a golf tournament at one of the fancy golf clubs um in the region and like his hopefully nobody from his work is listening hopefully nobody from the golf tournament is listening but um a couple of the guys in his group couldn't make it for the dinner and they had already paid for the seat so Ethan was like 
do you want to come for the dinner? I'm like, heck yes. So I like cosplayed as a golfer and went to the dinner and they had like ribs and cornbread and like the most beautiful whipped butter I've ever seen. Like, Oh God, I love a whipped butter. I just like slather the cornbread in it and called it a day. Um, and I went to a concert this week, a concert for the first time in many years. Um, and I had a poutine there and it was pretty tasty. And I got a poutine and I got a peach cider and the peach cider was more expensive than the poutine. Can you believe that? 16 hard earned Canadian doll hairs for the cider. This is it a big gulp? <laughs> it was like a tall boy, but a it's tall still boy cider. like yeah. I could buy that thing for like $3.25 in my local LC. How refreshing was it? It was beautiful. It was, was great. It? But well, it was refreshing at the beginning, but then because it's so expensive, I nursed that bad boy for at least three hours. Was it an outdoor concert? Was it a what? Outdoor or indoor concert? Out- outdoor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I actually yeah. I actively turned down poutine this week. There's a, a restaurant near me has the has the basically like loaded poutine uh waffle fries. Mm. Uh, and I was like, Nope, I'm just gonna get the sandwich. I'm not gonna get a side. I'm going to have my eye on you, waffle fry poutine. But I just got the sandwich and then had a salad with it at home. So I, beha- I behaved. It was, a, it was a choice for the good. Yeah, that was not the only pulled pork poutine I had this week. <laughs> um, and then what else did I do this weekend? Friday. Oh, Friday. Okay, so there's this new taco truck in the town next to mine. And I've driven. It's like on my way to my parents. And I've driven past it a few times. On Friday night, Ethan like wasn't getting home until later and I wasn't getting home until later and like neither of us were super hungry so he grabbed a salad at the grocery store and I on the way home was like oh I'll grab like I'll just grab a couple tacos we each have two each or whatever and it'll be delicious uh we've been dying to try this taco truck and they were fantastic um one pork and one chorizo and they're all pretty tasty it's usually like three for twelve dollars so next time I would like cut out the chicken like uh, chicken tacos are never like my mm. absolute go-to um but i just wanted to try all of them the fish was great it was just like a crispy little piece of fish i loved it um and then this weekend i went to um an event um one that i used to work work for for many many years um and my former boss was like hey why don't like i give you tickets to the event so you can actually like go to it for once and it's like a food and wine event so i had some great food bites and some great wine drinks um one of my favorite what things was like um shrimp nachos it was really great Mm. yeah and there's like a really delicious pork sandwich with a spicy sauce on it and just everything was delicious and i got to drink lots of rosé which is perfect for summer and then i today i had a uh, i had another full pork poutine that was fantastic from the local fry truck bless your heart yeah so now i no literally bless bless your i'm blessing your heart i need so many vegetables this week (laughs) usually i try and like honestly i can I have to I have to keep very balanced in all aspects of my life or else I get completely thrown off. Um, so that's sleeping, eating, exercise, everything. And because this week has been so weird and hectic, like I am still like facing the consequences of not going to bed until one o'clock on Thursday night and then like also not eating a vegetable all weekend and also like not being able to make it to the gym this week. So I am just like thrown off. So I'm going to be spending the next week trying to restore balance in my life. Uh, I'm a Libra. We, I need it. <laughs> like, like I, I just need it. <laughs> I consume vegetables. Like I'm a Sim. Cause it's like, I wait until the little meter gets red and I'm like, okay, I'll have a salad. Yeah. Are you happy? Yeah. And it's like, I put it off, put it off, put it off. Red, angry salad meter alarm. Have some veggies. It's like, I don't, I don't, incorporate it regularly as i should like i could have easily like just i got some like bagged salads in my I'd, fridge I'd I be, had one with, yeah. yeah i'd be fine if i never ate a vegetable for the rest of my life like it, it i could forget about vegetables but i just i know i feel better when i eat better and so like tonight we had like a lovely steak salad and it was great and you know for lunches i always try and have like carrots or cucumbers in the fridge to kind of have with my with a sandwich or whatever so hopefully this week I can kind of get back on course a little bit. Like I can feel myself like, like getting wheezy. It's just, 
and I'm like, do I have COVID? It's like, no, Haley, you have slept like shit and haven't eaten a single vegetable all week. Oh, I can't do more vegetables. I already have plans. I'm going to have some crispy Brussels sprouts for dinner tomorrow. I know where nice. I'm going. I know, I know where I'm going for dinner. I know what I'm going to get. And is it red lobster because crispy Brussels sprouts are, are aside there? No, no, it's a local restaurant I've never been to called the Butcher's Union. Ooh. And I'm getting a banh mi sandwich and crispy Brussels sprouts. See, that's how I know we're friends is that before going to restaurants, we just already like they hand you the menu and you go, I'm you know. good. Thank you. I go back and sometimes I'm like, if I know we're already going to a restaurant, like if somebody says, okay, we're gonna, you're going to visit, we're going to go here. Then I will like, there, there will be times where I'll be like, I like the reveal of the menu mm-hmm. is like getting a gift on Christmas. It's like, here's all the things you can choose from. And sometimes, so sometimes I like it, the, the, like it to happen at the restaurant. Sure. Uh, but sometimes if I'm like for myself, um, like I will plan out my meals, like, especially when you have a blue apron with, you got six servings of three meals. I'm like, okay, I made the dinner tonight. I'm going to the office tomorrow. So that's not going to be my lunch. I want to do that one thing for dinner. So I'll have the second serving on Wednesday. So it's, it's a whole like Jenga slash Tetris thing of foodstuffs. Absolutely. I know we got, we, we've been trying to, um, like meal plan a bit like we have this like um i don't know you can get on the internet of like what are you eating this week and it just makes our grocery shopping a lot easier too and being able to be like i i love eating lunch i hate thinking about what to have for lunch Mm. so i like to have that plan of like here you are here is lunch this is what you eat that's like i'm going into every week and i'm like okay I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to want to eat right after the gym. But if I get done with the gym at 1030, the places that I want to eat don't open until noon. So maybe I need to like push a little bit or I could go grocery shopping, but then I could stop here on the way back. It's, it's a whole, it's a whole planning Mm -hmm. exercise for a weekend. Yeah. And some weeks work better than others for the planning. And then for like Saturday and Sunday, my lunch was just like so big. I didn't eat dinner. Like I literally was like, I'm just going to keep drinking water because it's too late to eat. Well, Saturday we did the event and then I was like, I got really full by like 4 p.m. We, there was seven different wineries involved and I planned to get the food at each of the wineries, but we were so full. We just could not do it. And then by the time we got home, I was like hungry enough, but not so hungry. So I, so Ethan got a Big Mac and I got a Tom Yum soup for the local Thai place and it was unbelievable. Man, I just love eating soup. Like I just love eating soup. I need to do more soup. I need to do more of my slow cooker, make some soups, but, yeah. like, but probably not till the fall. Let me, let me do more I veggies and fruit soup. during the summer. Yeah. I could do like a chilled soup. Does chilled soup count or is that just juice? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think it, I think it does. Or like even, you know, kind of like aren't peas in season soon, like make a piece, like a, like a spring pea soup or. What's the difference between a chilled watermelon soup and watermelon juice? Um, I think you add like a cream component to the okay. soup. And doesn't that just make it a watermelon smoothie? <laughs> what a great question. I think you'd put more herbs into the soup. I just guess because I've got like a bunch of, I actually have, I've been like, I've been juicing. Um, I've, I've got. I've been uh, juicing. I've been juicing. When I went to the store this weekend, I got lime juice, well, like limeade oh, okay. uh, and watermelon juice and guava juice. And I don't have any rum, which is the surprising part in all of this. Um, but uh, yeah, I've just been like, I've been this concocting. I've been doing like juice alchemy or like a little bit of orange juice, a little bit of lime juice, a little bit of watermelon juice and throw in an airborne because actually I've been kind of, was kind of sick last week. Uh, so I'm just like drinking juice thinking that that's going to keep me healthy. I love the placebo effect I get from my little vitamin c tablets so it's like i will do i take a large mug of pulpy orange juice if i'm feeling jaunty i will throw some lime juice or other juices in there but it's probably it's like 90 percent orange juice and then i'll throw in a berry airborne which actually (laughs) that's a nice which is like a nice berry flavor to it but at the same time you get that placebo effect of this is healthy yeah i'm Um, healthy now i have never once in five million years thought about putting one of those tabs in anything but water. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever put it in water. Really? I like, I always try to get ones that I like the flavor of. I have one that's like a pina colada flavor and it's delicious. I look at it as a mixer. 
I'll throw the Barry Air. Well, I got some vodka. I can throw the Barry Airborne into some vodka. See how that turns out. But yeah, it might be bad. It probably will be bad. One of my favorite mocktails we'd always make for like a punch at work um, when I used to serve like banquets was just orange juice, cranberry juice, and Sprite in equal parts. Oh, it's so delicious. It's delicious. I like to make it all the time. Nice. It's kind of like a Shirley Temple, I guess, you know. A little bit of grenadine. Yeah. Well, that's it for another season, eh, Kurt? Look at that. The whole season went by. So next will be 20. 20 will be, maybe that's why, you know, 20, it's just a number. I think, you know, thank you, Jeff Probst. It's just a number. But it seems like it's a big number for Top Chef. So I would not be surprised if we end up doing something special like Yeah. And I wonder that's why we're going to do like a Euro trip or something. Yeah. Yeah. Can't believe it. Gosh. And I am going to have a, I am going to have a podcasting hiatus for the first time in three years, four years even. How long is it? Until July 11th. I have a month. I mean, I think I think we have plans to come back sometime and do like a Top Chef retrospective, maybe. We would be, yeah, we've been in talks. Especially, do we, do we know that LaTanya really wanted to be here today, but she wasn't able to. So at the very least, we could have, uh, we'll have one last wrap up of some Hurrah. sort. It could be yeah. talking about Top Chef, seeing if we have any special guests that can join. It could be a small revival of a food specific topic like we did a couple years back in the dawn of covid where it was top chef what was it after top chef or top what chef? did we the i don't remember what did we call that like food beyond talk? top chef beyond top chef yeah it was like beyond beef but our <laughs> but a podcast yeah uh, yeah but yeah so we will we'll we'll do something to at least see things off properly with our good friend latanya yeah this was fun. Another great season. Good time. Yeah. Kurt, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Kurt Clark with two C's at the start of each of those words uh, in all of your major and minor social media platforms. Um, if you're interested specifically in food, I would recommend following me on Instagram at Kurt Clark. Uh, if you're interested in what I'm drinking, uh, follow me on Untapped at Kurt Clark. Um, but yeah, I think although I think the drinks also appear on Instagram. So They do um, sometimes, yeah. I always uh, double tap them. How about you, Haley Strong? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hstrong underscore. If you want to check out what I'm reading, you can check out my books room at the Strong Library. And that's it. That's it for another season. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's always such a thrill uh, when when people message us saying that they have enjoyed this podcast and they love listening to us. And we love you. So take that. Enjoy. All right. Pack your knives and go. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.